Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to It Never Gets Old, a firsthand account of all things secondhand and sustainable. I am your host, Meredith Feynman, and this is a podcast all about secondhand fashion, sustainable fashion, what that means in our new decade of the 20s. Uh, I am joined by my bestie in the Westie, Sarah Lane. What's up, Mare? What are we talking about today? Well, first I have to do something shameful, which is that I'm pulling bits of jujubes out of my teeth. Um, <laughs> okay. Sarah knows this about me. Uh, I have terrible taste in candy. It's like kind of a thing that she and my brother make fun of me about because <laughs> one year for Christmas, we all went to see, what did we go see? The Disaster Artist? No, that was you and me the the following year. It was um, La La Land. Oh God, La La Land. And I whipped out some boxes of Mike and Ike's and Sarah and my brother were like, the fuck are you doing yeah like like you're like embarrassing thank god this movie theater is dark mike and ike's are delicious nope. of course of course i'm gonna bring my own candy in my purse like obviously <laughs> um but i i just have like bad taste in candy um i used to eat a lot of chocolate i don't eat a lot of chocolate anymore um and i just like like the old lady candy i don't know what to tell you so i have jujubes which like if you've ever had them, they will literally rip out your fillings. And then I put them in the refrigerator so that they're even more going to rip out your fillings and they're stuck in my teeth. So half the time you're listening to it never gets old, dear listeners, our growing audience. I have jujubes in my teeth. Well, good for you. I, I, I would make fun of you, but I had the same problem with hot tamales. And, and I, it's not even just when I go to the movie theater, which is actually not very often. Uh, I am obsessed with hot tamales and I have to eat them a certain way kind of like I'm a rabbit uh, and they get stuck in your teeth and they also make them a bright red so that's a lot of fun wait first of all hot tamales is basically an offshoot of Mike and Ike you traitor right but it tastes completely different Mike and Ike's are disgusting they're, hot tamales are basically dessert. they're delicious hot tamales are fine but can you please this is what I feel like when like Kourtney Kardashian had to show everyone the deranged way she ate a Kit Kat like can you please explain what you mean by like have to eat them a certain way yes okay so I never eat one hot tamale by itself they always have to be eaten in a series of three. So there are three side by side, you know, like little fingers. And I, I drill into them with my teeth, like as if I'm a machine 
from one side to the other. And that's because they're hotter that way. I don't know why. That's just the way that they are. Yeah, that is terrible reasoning. Um, yes, but, it is. But I understand, I understand it. So this is not a candy podcast, though I would love to start one if any INGO listeners, you know, want to really sit and shoot the shit about candy. Uh, this is another It Never Gets Old guide to a city where I have torn it apart by thrifting and secondhand shopping and am now here to impart the wisdom to you. Yay! I really love these and I know that the listeners love them too. City guides are really fun because if you've been somewhere and so you kind of know the lay of the land, our most recent was Washington DC, which you know very well and I do not, you get something out of it whether or not you really know the city because the next time I go to DC, I know a lot more neighborhoods and kind of what they have to offer when it comes to consignment. Totally. And that's honestly what I do when I travel is like, you know, I pull up Yelp usually and I check out all the different places and I go there. Um, that's the way I learn a city. Uh, and that's, you know, some people really want to do a restaurant crawl or they want to go to some good bars. Um, I'm like, let me nosedive into a pile of old leather jackets. I will be so happy. So much so that every time I travel, I've gotten really good about packing. I don't check a bag, but I have to check a bag on the way back because I always pack a fold up duffel um, that I feel full of shit I've bought. I, I don't check a bag one way, which is like a tiny victory for me. A month ago, I went to Ted Women which is like Coachella, but the headliner is Roxanne Gay and is a lady power conference in the desert. So it was my first time to Palm Springs and Palm Desert. And obviously I did a bunch of secondhand shopping. Yeah, that's great. I love that part of the world. Uh, it's, you know, deep, deep Southern California to the east. If anybody hasn't been there, it's it's straight up desert. It is probably 85 degrees there today, even though it's 40 degrees where I am and probably much colder where you are, Mare. But uh, it is it has become something that has really blossomed from a former where you go as a retiree to golf. Still has a lot of that, but now has lots of hotels, lots of shops, lots of young people, people who want to go away for the weekend who live in the L.A. area. It is cool. And it has an incredible uh, gay history. I was told that 50% of the residents of Palm Springs are gay, uh, which is amazing. It's just like sort of this design gay enclave in the desert. A lot of the secondhand there, I will preface this, I don't know a lot about secondhand furniture. It's a whole other planet. That's a whole other podcast. People ask me sometimes about where to sell furniture or antiques, and that's not my game. But if you love mid-century modern furniture... Palm Springs and Palm Desert are the Mecca. Um, I don't know why, but they are the Mecca for, you know, anything mid-century modern. It's such a look. If you like like a Jonathan Adler, that's what was all born out of like Jonathan Adler like wishes. But it's pretty wild. There's an incredible expanse of furniture stores. I walked into some of them and I was like, oh, that's like a cool thing. I don't have any room in my one bedroom apartment. But there was a great meme that I saw or it was like an onion story that was like mom wants to know if grandma's 12 person uh, dining table will fit in your studio apartment and you could use it, (laughs) which is I feel like deeply relatable. Yeah, same, same. It's interesting that you mentioned that the furniture scene is so hot there. I don't it doesn't surprise me because that's just 
very Palm Springs. I don't really know why that's the case, why so much has gravitated toward that area. I mean, sometimes it's like one successful store will launch, you know, four more. But I think it also has to do with the destination itself is so specific. You know, you're in the desert, but it's very lush. You got Joshua Tree nearby. You mentioned Coachella. There's there's a whole kind of scene going on there. And many of the more higher end hotels that have cropped up in the last decade, you know, or, or even sooner, definitely have that mid-century vibe. Yeah, it's just the vibe. I think it has to do with some of the movie stars since like Frank Sinatra that started going out there and buying homes and incredible architecture. And it's just like low, single story, modern look that they just have beautiful furniture um, and home decor. But, you know, I'm a millennial in a one bedroom apartment. So unless you have like a tiny, tiny chair for my dog. Uh, it's not happening. That being said, I did a bunch, obviously, did a bunch of secondhand shopping in Palm Desert and Palm Springs. Now, Palm Springs and Palm Desert are, everything in California is very spread out, which is something I don't understand every time I go to the West Coast. Like, I'm from the East Coast. I live in D.C. currently. I know that Philly is two hours away. I know that New York is three hours and 52 minutes away on Amtrak. So, like, Everything's very spread out. So it's like five different cities. It's Palm Desert, Palm Springs, La Quinta, Coachella, Indio, Indian Wells. There are a lot of golf courses. But that's one thing to keep in mind that you would maybe want a car for this. I didn't have one, so I just did a lot of Ubering, uh, which obviously then adds to the cost. It does, but it also has really revolutionized a stay there because I'm with you. The last time I was there, I was actually there for Coachella a couple of years ago. And I guess I was living in San Francisco at the time. Yeah, I must have been landed at Palm Springs Airport. Never had never drove myself anywhere. It was fine. But before that kind of car share Uber Lyft thing existed, you wouldn't be able to like walk to the nearest store because it would be like three miles away. Oh, yeah. I got to my hotel and I was like, their ATM was broken. And I was like, well, where's the nearest ATM? They're like, well, there's an ATM three and a half miles away. And right, I was like, right at the Safeway well, over in that shopping center, not close to here. I mean, to be fair, I obsessively love getting in my steps. David Sedaris wrote a great, deeply neurotic piece about how he also has like a step obsession problem, which is just like the step counter on your phone. Um, and I was like, hmm, that would get all my steps in, but that's so far to go to the ATM. <laughs> that does not seem worth it. So one thing you have to be careful of, which is why I am making this guide is it's easy to look at these places on Yelp or looking them on Google and then they all end up being furniture stores. So if you're looking for clothing and you're looking for fashion, you've come to the right place. So I will start with Palm Desert. Uh, I would say the best designer consignment store that I found well, it was one, they're one of two, but but one of the best designer consignment stores I found in Palm Desert is called Out of Your Closet. I went in there. The woman's very friendly. It's on like a main drag. There's like an anthropology and some other things. Um, and she had a lot of amazing different designer pieces. Um, a lot of stuff in Palm Springs can skew older because it is known still for retirement. So like if you really love St. John's knits, they have St. John's knits in Palm Springs and Palm Desert like coming out of their ears. I considered it. 
because there was like a jumpsuit one, but I cannot be 32 years old and wearing St. John. I mean, no shade if, 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 if you do, but I feel like that would be a steep decline for me and I would never put on a waistband again. Yeah, I have two sets of aunts and uncles who live in Palm Desert and they do golf and that's what they do. And one of my aunts, it's funny, we should get her on the podcast at some point. She is very thrifty. Uh, and I bet she's been to this place because this is right up her alley and so is St. John. Oh, yeah. So, But there were great, beautiful things. I really wanted these amazing Chanel boots. She had this really cool Chanel belt. The pricing was really good. When I was there, all of her shoes were 20% off. I got a great pair of Dries Van Noten, which is sort of a more like, I'm trying to think of how to describe it, like a designer that plays with prints a little bit more, amazing slide sandals, which like, it's the middle of winter. I'm obviously not going to fucking wear them till the spring. But they they were brand new, clearly had never touched the ground. They were $170. Um, and then I saw them at a different resale shop, which I will get into, for $420, literally also in Palm Springs. So I really went out on that one. Wow. I was good, very proud. Good work. And then I got, what else did I get from her? I bought, well, this is one thing I didn't know about the desert, which is like, it's like really hot and then it's really fucking freezing. That's so right. mm-hmm. I like went and bought some sweaters, uh, <laughs> at, like thrift sweaters. So I was like, I am so cold. I don't know what to do. I have to stand out here and talk to all these ladies about my book, Brag Better, which is out May 19th, 2020. Like, you know, I, I need to really, you know, be on my game here. So Out of Your Closet had a really a lot of good designer stuff. I thought the pricing was very good. And there were almost some other like very high-end things that I was going to buy and then I didn't have enough in my monthly budget that I had made from my run on the real reel so I did not get them uh, but got a great pair of sandals and I would say that's probably the best designer consignment contemporary designer consignment place in the desert so then you have affordable designer consignments this will be in the show notes we'll give a list Um, as all city guides have in the show notes, you can go to these places. Uh, Affordable designer consignments was very interesting. She has a lot of fake stuff, openly fake stuff, lots of it. Now, when you you say openly fake, you mean when you ask, is this fake? She says, yeah. Yeah, so she, she was open about it. She's like, I sell a lot of replica stuff, a lot of replica Chanel, a lot of replica Hermes. So that was wild. I've never seen that displayed so brazenly in that way. And someone who also then has authentic consignment in it. So I was confused. So like I was like, look, at, I, I get in the door and in the in the window is mostly like very high end stuff. But I could sort of tell that it was all fake or I started looking at some of the prices and they were way too low. And I was very confused. And then I realized that a lot of it was, you know, just sort of imitation stuff. And so I I breezed by that. But then she had a couple racks of good, again, lots and lots of St. John's, lots and lots of Eileen Fisher. Every time I go to California, I come back almost all in linen. So I feel like this is my destiny. I just really want to be one of those like kooky older Jewish ladies who's in like full linen and like a chunky necklace and like a funky pair of eyeglasses. Like, you know, the vibe. Um, Absolutely. why Why not start now? You know, it's comfy, breathable. And it's a look. Yeah, what can I say? She had a couple Chanel jackets, though, that were really, really low in terms of pricing. Chanel jackets are expensive. I did not buy a Chanel jacket, but I would say a lot of the Chanel clothing there was underpriced, and Chanel at Out of Your Closet was pretty underpriced, so that's a hot tip. Like the Chanel belt that I liked at Out of Your Closet, which I don't wear belts, was like $300, which is low. 
which is which is low and it was really nice. So then I want to talk about um, a thrift store that I loved. I have talked about it before on the podcast, but I love little thrift store owners, consignment store owners, often women, often second career, really know their stuff previously or currently very fabulous. So I went to this thrift store called Desert Best Friends Closet. I happened to be in Palm Springs the one week where it rained the whole time. Um, I don't know what it was. I did not get tan. I did not put on a swimsuit. It was very upsetting, but I found Desert Best Friends Closet because I had completely soaked my boots and I was like, I got to find a thrift store. Like I have so many pairs of shoes at home. Like I can't. So I walked into this Desert Best Friends Closet, which I believe gives most of its proceeds to a nonprofit organization. There was this lovely little lady working at the desk and she informed me that if I bought four items, everything in the store is five dollars. Literally, like the whole store, everything. They're everything in the store is five dollars. Like, is that their like tagline, or that's just what it was? No, that's just what it was. She's like, everything is five dollars, and I was like, that is a store I can get behind. And if I bought four items, one item was free. So I got this great wool blazer that I ended up wearing in my book headshot. Like my book headshot outfit was. $400. The blazer was $5. The pants were those thrifted frame that were $20. The t-shirt, I don't remember how much that was. And then I wore like, you know, $350 shoes. (laughs) (laughs) But best friends, I got all kinds of stuff. I bought four items and the fifth was free. I bought these like tiny little like heads that I could wear because everything was soaking wet. And she was like, your total is $20. And I was like, honestly, I stand. Yeah, so that's beautiful. Be sure to go to Desert Best Friends Closet. Okay, so moving on to Palm Springs. I met an amazing woman. I would really encourage you to go to this place. Her hours are very abbreviated, as are many secondhand stores. It's called M Vintage. Uh, she is right on the off the main drag in Palm Springs. I don't remember her name now, but she was a longtime Hollywood stylist. She's worked with tons of famous people. She's much older, uh, you know, worked with all the, you know, one name supermodels back in the day. And this is partially her collection. And then, you know, I'd say it's mostly her collection. And she goes around and buys things and people give her stuff. All of this stuff was wildly well-priced and she had gorgeous things. She had this Chanel bag that I also sent to like, you know, putting out my bat signal like, oh my God, this is way underpriced. She had this incredible Chanel bag that it didn't say Chanel on it. It was very, very old. It had like a brooch on it and it was satin. It was gorgeous. It was like $6.99, which is a lot of money, but for that kind of collector's item, I actually, we had a long conversation after about resale and I told her about the podcast and like, hi, if you're listening. And she had... This Tom Ford for Gucci green mohair coat that I'm still thinking about that was also $699, which like that is a collector's item that could fetch like three grand really easily. Probably that handbag could fetch probably three grand pretty easily if you're a serious collector. And this is like, you know, why I'm always appraising different items and I appraise things for people is like I know what people are selling and she really knew what stuff was. I mean, she spent a long time in LA being a stylist, being an artist. And I almost bought like an old leather jacket of hers with some studs on the back, but I have a leather jacket problem. Uh, But I really suggest you go in. She had really, really cool stuff and really, really knew her stuff, like knew every designer, was friends with every designer, has worked with every major photographer. So that was really cool. Yeah. So it sounds like this store, it's not the place to get something for $5, but it's the place to get something that is very high end 
that you just stumble upon and can't believe you found. Totally. And I would say she is less, she's not really contemporary designer consignment. She's more like vintage designer. Um, I'm trying to think of like other things I tried on. I mean, everything was gorgeous. She had unbelievable taste. She's a stylist, so she can help you. Um, just really, really cool stuff in, especially in California, a lot of people wear more dresses. I am a woman of pantaloons, <laughs> but she, she had super cool stuff. She had some concert t-shirts that like, I think they were a price like at a hundred bucks, but those were really, really valuable. Like original Bruce Springsteen t-shirts. Like she, she had some really, really cool stuff. So I suggest that. Then if you also love vintage, obviously, like I feel like California and Palm Springs is maybe the land of moo-moos. Sarah, have you ever worn a moo-moo? I feel like you're too small to wear a moo-moo. You know, <laughs> I kind of am because I got swallowed up by one. But I love the moo-moo idea. Oh, yeah. Moo-moos are great. Like, you know, wear whatever you want on your body, whatever size it is. But yes, moo-moos are basically, I mean, potato sack is rude. Uh, they're very chic wearable blanket yeah they're like a non-form-fitting cute dress so moomoos are very big in like palm desert because you're like i have an ethereal like beachy desert california vibe it's like not my vibe but the frippery um which is on the main drag in palm springs has a lot of moomoos <laughs> like a, a really lot of moomoos um, that's true vintage. Uh, there were a couple like vintage, vintage handbags I was looking at. She had one contemporary Chanel bag that was underpriced. I'm, it's all that stuff was making me wonder if Chanel's just gonna tank, but I think it's too strong to not. We have, you know, we did an episode on Chanel. Uh, if you want to hear more about that, and that Coco Chanel was a Nazi, but but we do, <laughs> but they have great vintage there. It was too vintagey for me, and with vintage you got to be careful because the sizing is totally whack and the zippers are totally whack. Like the time I was at a vintage store in Paris, I think I said this on the podcast, and I was trying on this like poochy gown from like 1970, and the zipper broke, and I wanted to die. But but she's very nice. She's very nice about it. So that's the frippery. Then there is some thrift. I went to Angel Thrift Store. I think it's called Angel Thrift Store. And I got like a, you know, $15 top. It's not $5. Then my like when I'm when you're really thrifting, like your your pricing is all skewed because you were like, I got this blazer for $5. What do you mean this shirt is $15? Like, what are you thinking? So they had a couple good things. And then I want to highlight pre-loved. Pre-loved is a term that I see a lot of people in the secondhand industry using. I personally don't use it because I think it's like kind of cutesy and I don't really like it. But it's a store called Pre-Loved, which like everybody's trying to figure out how to rebrand secondhand and use clothing. So like, oh, maybe if we say it's Pre-Loved, like people won't be as grossed out. But, you know, and it never gets old style. Like we've stopped being grossed out so, so long ago. Pre-Loved has great, expensive, uh, contemporary designer consignment. So when you say expensive, you mean, I mean, what's the discount on average? I mean, I, I thought it was overpriced. I think that mm -hmm. like if you yeah. are looking for designer consignment and you don't do a lot of consignment shopping and you want everything laid out in a nice boutique and you want to pay for the premium of having it all laid out, it's certainly less than retail. I mean, they had Stella McCartney and they had Frame and Mother and they had a lot of really beautiful things and, you know, some St. Laurent shoes and but I thought it was really expensive, but I'm also buying a wool blazer for $5. Um, but that's actually where I saw the same shoes that I bought from out of your closet in Palm Desert, exact same shoes that were $420 instead of 170. So they were significantly less in retail, which is crazy as an expensive shoe, but 
That's what I, that's, that's my, yeah, it, they was, had it wasn't though. actually because you did your homework. Wasn't actually the, the place to get the best deal. No. And I'm going to ruthlessly search for the best deal. However, if you're, you know, palling around Palm Springs, you're new to, you know, consignment, like you're new to designer stuff, um, pop in there. They had great things. It was just way more than I'd spend because I am literally sitting here talking on a podcast about secondhand fashion and I like deeply know the prices of things. Um, but they were sort of the only place in the entire region that actually had true contemporary designer consignment. The rest of the places, well, I stand a clothes mentor, obviously, where I got, uh, you know, varying things and not my St. John jumpsuit. But you can you can do some good damage in the desert. I went home with a duffel and I wore my tiny thrift keds and my linen on the plane. And then I got home and froze. So let me know if you end up going to Palm Desert. You want to do some golfing. You want to do some sunning. You want to get some moo-moos. I want to hear all about it. You can find us online at ingopodcast.com. There you'll learn more about me, your host, Marin Feynman, my producer, Bestie in the Westie, Sarah Lane. You'll also find links to our social media. We're at INGO Podcast on Twitter and on Instagram. And you can always email us at hello at ingopodcast.com. Happy desert thrifting. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.